Welcome to the Noble Eight Podcast, Ape Reality. I'm Tom Barbelay, and this serves as the November 2007 mail out. Well, I've got a lot of people to give thanks to first. Arthur Vanderbilt and Bob Mottram, who editorialised the recent Google situation in their respective blogs, which was very nice. Bob Mottram thought that the previous episode of Ape Reality should be referred to as a rage cast, which I thought was quite amusing. Also to my friends at the Mind of Men, Mike and Jim, who editorialised in their podcast the current Google situation and also completely un-Google related to Lorenzo Haggerty in his podcast centre shout out to both Biota and Ape Reality which was really nice he editorialised that these were podcasts that folks should listen to if they had particular eclectic interests and I mean to be perfectly honest it strikes me as quite surreal that people even listen to Ape Reality that's probably not something that I should admit to in a podcast in any case so what have I been doing this month well in reverse order obviously the Google situation situation came up and the site still has page rank zero and it still has some pages blocked. I think the ultimate irony is that Google would claim to be a net neutrality company as is evident with regards to the Noble Ape situation. Google is obviously not in favour of net neutrality at all and moreover I'm quite disgusted with regards to kind of the contemporary computing press. I've been pretty disgusted with them previously so perhaps nothing has really changed but I think with regards to an issue of this magnitude. I find it quite surreal that things haven't been discussed to a fuller extent. I'd like to thank everyone who put in digs. I have established new friends through dig because of that. Arthur and Bob were part of that, obviously, and various other folk who've been following the simulation and the Biota podcast. It was wonderful to have the related digs, and I'm now following what all these people are following (laughs) through dig as well, through the way the interface works. Well, the Google thing just was completely energy sapping and quite demoralising. However, I'm speaking to you on the last day of the week off, and this was a time of writing, extended periods of writing, on the second book project. The history of the first book project was a bit checkered in some regard, because ultimately the agents kind of petered out, and I began to realise from the agent feedback that what I needed to do was write something that was slightly more topical and probably ticked a number of the boxes associated with self-help and popular science and all this kind of stuff that artificial life could be moved into if one thought about it sufficiently dynamically. And this came to a head last Saturday when I was walking through a bookstore, it's a popular science shelf, which per Biota and Ape Realities, you're probably well aware that I survey as an interest of what is actually making it to the science shelves at any given time. And I saw Ray Kurzweil's most recent book and it struck me. And it struck me also looking at the Singularity Conference on Artificial Intelligence's proceedings, which have now been put online, that this is a movement that shouldn't exist. And it's a movement, I mean, Lorenzo Haggerty in particular has sideline interests in this and a wide variety of his friends and Bruce Damer's friends, most notably the late Terence McKenna, were all very heavily involved in the singularity movement. But to be someone who is a hobbyist in the field of artificial life in particular, which spends very heavily on what they talk about, it just strikes me as surreal that this movement exists. So, with that in mind, and with the fact that I already had a book outline that I was going to be writing on, I thought I needed to tighten it in such a way that it would be a sound rebuttal to this movement. Well, it's interesting, because what I was writing on initially was the idea of simulated consciousness, simulated intelligence, and how one can observe
observe oneself in a number of simulations. Well, something came through this, and this was the idea of intelligence, and this is actually quite interesting, because the singularity movement would argue that computers will surpass human intelligence at a particular point in time. Well, this requires you to have a very interesting definition of intelligence. This I've extrapolated in the first chapter. To describe really what I've been doing this week, a large part of it has been hashing terminology, rehashing and reworking, and then writing the kind of outline of the proposal and filling in the blanks, and then doing a similar thing with the first chapter. I don't consider I'm anywhere near finished. I think this project will probably reach its potential with regards to setting onto agents in probably a January time frame. However, a lot of work has been done, and particularly with regards to identifying the terminology and the methodology. I think a majority of the first chapter and proposal are there. It's just a matter of adding more meat to the bones, so to speak. So this idea of non-biological intelligence is fascinating, and I think it's something that, you know, merits uh, extensive examination. I'm not even really in a position to talk candidly about the book currently, aside from giving the, the outline that I've given, primarily because I think I need to, in some sense, write it in Tom speak, as you experience with this podcast, and then rewrite it in something which is slightly less inhibitive. And this part of the process, I think, is, is what's going to take the bulk of the December-January timeframe in terms of rewriting. So, that's the book project. What else have I been doing? Well, I have been doing some programming, funnily enough. Whilst working on the book this week, I've also been sketching an interface outline for Noble Ape on the iPhone. And the thing that struck me initially was that the interface could be easily put into the iPhone environment. And then I started considering what a finger is versus what a mouse is, and how the finger interface is actually slightly bigger and less precise than the mouse in some regard. I'm sure Apple has considered this, and it's a funny thing because obviously there are folk out there that have already done iPhone development, and Apple is producing, I'm assuming, at quite an alarming rate for a February release, an iPhone developer kit. So I don't want to in some part be reinventing the wheel, but at the same time I want to have the simulation at a state where it could be releasable on the iPhone almost instantly. With that in mind, the selection of the apes and the size of the apes in terms of the map window work particularly good with a very fine mouse pointer-like interface, because obviously you can see where the point is. However, with a finger interface, the potential of multiple selection or selecting the wrong apes is actually considerably greater. So how do you fix this? Well, you either make bigger apes, or you make less apes, or you change the effect mechanism in how the selection works. You have the ability of two-touch, and this could be great for group selection, things like that. So there are all these interface subtleties that I'd like to think on a little bit more with regards to how to actually construct a noble ape item phone interface. But the layout is there. I do have a sense that the meters window will be directly above the map window and possibly the landscape that can be flitted between. I don't think the brain simulation will be included currently. I've had very positive reports with regards to the amount of processor power that's in an iPhone, but at the same time I think the visually pleasing parts perhaps exist in the landscape and map views. Time will tell. Maybe there will be a brain interface. We'll wait and see. But what it does identify is that the Noble simulation interface components need to be thought of just as much as the graphics components do 
and the underlying simulation and all these kind of things. So that in and of itself is a fascinating process. I also talked a little bit about the need for a library version of the Noble Ape simulation a couple of podcasts ago. And this is a project which I started work on initially prior to the Google nonsense erupting. I think it's something that I'll need to explore in a probably February-March time frame. Apple tends to get back in contact somewhere between January through to March with regards to the WWDC code. In fact, typically what happens is they'll make contact in January and the code will be needed by April. So that tends to be the kind of time frame that I operate in with regards to that kind of development. I need to learn Objective-C. Part of the plan with regards to this week was that I was going to spend some time to learn Objective-C. However, the writing has been pretty consuming. I think that's been the primary objective with regards to this week is actually getting all the writing done or at least as much of the writing as possible. So I'm not particularly fussed with regards to that. I'd like to have a combination of learning material and example code to play with with regards to Objective-C and that's relatively available as well. So I'm not particularly concerned with regards to my lack of knowledge of Objective-C but the fact that I have a month to learn it before the end of the year and then hopefully I'll be utilising it early next year in order to create a proper library interface which the simulation can utilise thoroughly. That has been basically the month with regards to the Noble Ape development. I wish there was a way to minimise things like the Google nonsense as it is currently the Noble Ape site is still damaged by the Google situation. I've heard that perhaps I should wait for the page ring to kick back up but my feeling is that if the removal of pages and the lowering of the page rank were artificial there will be no natural solution that will rectify it. It needs to be an artificial solution similar to the return of pages to the Google search engine which came through multiple filings. I think the situation currently is just ridiculous and I'm in some degree of despair that this may happen to other sites and this may happen to the Biota site in the near future. However, I think this is just the world we live in and as people have put to me, perhaps we should start thinking about ways around this. Ironically, I suspect that the section on the simulation page that says link back to the Noble Ape site because we don't accept donations may actually be the cause of this. The people linking back to the site with something like that indicate to the likes of Google that these are in fact paid for links as opposed to people that just like the Noble Ape simulation. So that in itself is kind of surreal. But I'd like to thank everyone for their commentary, for their blog and podcast editorialization and digs. It's wonderful to know that there is a Noble Ape community out there. And yeah, feel free to email me, tom at nobleape.com. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on currently, as I've mentioned. Unfortunately, Bruce Damer is too unwell to see me next week. He won't be coming to Las Vegas with his wife, Gatlin. I think he's just completely exhausted if you listen. Well, actually, a lot of that isn't in his last biota interview but a lot of the stuff he's been doing recently has involved a lot of flying and I think it's just all built up to him and as someone who's taken the past four weeks to recover from a cold I understand perfectly that sometimes perhaps the rest is needed more than a holiday to Las Vegas so I'm hoping to catch up with Bruce sometime in the new year and the related what was originally called the Hogologs and then the Janologs and then various other names associated with the get together at Bruce's pig farm and long leisurely chats has been postponed as well so I'm not sure when that's going to be but it'll be sometime next year which I think a number of parties are looking forward to. Thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. Look forward to you tuning into the next podcast.